Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Witcher Podcast. I'm Tom Banderwell. Appreciate you joining me again today on our chapter day journey. We are in Revelations chapter 19, and it was verse 9 that resonated with me this morning. It says, the angel said to me, write this, blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. And he added, these are the true words of God. Today's podcast is entitled, The Wedding. I mentioned yesterday that Wendy and I were at a wedding this past weekend. And can I tell you, my friend, the dinner was amazing. I mean, if you followed my blog or podcast for any length of time, you know that Wendy and I love a great meal, especially when it's the trifecta of a great meal with great people enjoying great conversation. I remember at one point during the wedding feast between savory bites, Wendy looked at me. Her eyes were as wide as saucers. And she said, this is not only the best wedding meal I've ever had, but it's right up there with maybe the best meal I've ever had, ever. High praise, for sure, coming from Wendy. A great meal is always special, especially when it's amidst the love and the laughter, the joy and the celebration of a wedding, of two lives being united as one. The metaphors of a wedding, of a bride and bridegroom, are used repeatedly by Jesus. At the very beginning of Jesus' ministry, the metaphor was even understood and shared between Jesus and his cousin, John the Baptist. Let me read here. Quote, John's disciples came to John and said to him, Rabbi, that man who was with you on the other side of the Jordan, the one that you testified about, look, he's baptizing and everyone is going to him. To this, John replied, a person can receive only what's given them from heaven. You yourselves can testify that I said, I am not the Messiah, but I am sent ahead of him. The bride belongs to the bridegroom. The friend who attends the bridegroom, the best man, waits and listens for him and is full of joy when he hears the bridegroom's voice. That joy is mine and it is now complete. He must become greater. I must become less. End quote. Sometime later, the same disciples of John asked Jesus why his disciples didn't religiously fast the way John made them fast. Jesus answered, quote, How can the guests of the bridegroom mourn while he's with them? The time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. Then they'll fast. End quote. Towards the end of Jesus' ministry, he's still using this metaphor. He tells a parable of ten bridesmaids waiting for the bridegroom to arrive so that they could accompany him and his bride and their families with their oil lamps to the wedding feast at the house of the bridegroom and his family. Some of the bridesmaids got tired of waiting, and they didn't have their oil lamps filled and trimmed and ready when the bridegroom arrived. I mentioned in yesterday's post that the ancients often used weddings and funerals as metaphorical contrasts, and John, in his revelations, uses this ancient device in yesterday's chapter, which was a funeral dirge for the demise of Babylon the Great, 
in today's chapter, in which Jesus, the bridegroom, having tarried like the bridegroom in his parable for 2,000 plus earth years as of today, finally celebrates a heavenly wedding feast and is united with his metaphorical bride, that is all his followers whose names are written in the book of life. But the contrasts aren't over in today's chapter with that. There's a feast to come that is a stark contrast to the wedding feast of the Lamb. So first we have the contrast of the funeral and the wedding. Now we have another feast that contrasts with the wedding feast. An angel in heaven cries out to all the vultures and carrion fowl on earth to prepare for their own morbid picnic. Jesus and a heavenly army then descend to meet the unholy trinity and all of the kings and kingdoms of this earth, those who had steadfastly refused to repent during the great tribulation as they gather against Jesus. Now, the only weapon brought to this battle is the metaphorical sword of Jesus' words. The Antichrist and his false prophet are captured and thrown into a lake of fire. Their followers become the entree du jour for the vultures. So in the quiet this morning, I'm struck by the simple roots of these contrasting metaphors. A funeral and a wedding. A death dirge and a wedding feast. The eerie silence of a battlefield when the battle is over and the carrion fowl pick at the corpses. And the raucous cheers of a wedding party blessedly satiated and maybe just a wee bit intoxicated, unabashedly dancing to YMCA. I can't help but be reminded of what God said to his people at the outset of this great story. This day I call heavens and the earth as witnesses. I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Well, my friend, I made my choice, and I sent in the RSVP. I'm simply waiting for the bridegroom to arrive. I hope this finds you well wherever you are on life's road, my friend. Have a good one. Be back here tomorrow.